Good evening. Today I have the lovely Tom with me. Hi, Tom. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, Donna. Uh, thank you very much for uh, inviting me uh, to your podcast, uh, vodcast, even videocast, whatever they're called. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, Tom Reed, TG Reed. Um, I also known as Tom Gillespie. I I've got many names. I'm I'm on the run. No, uh, I um. <laughs> I've, I've just written a, a crime thriller called uh, Dark as the Grave, um, Scottish tartan noir, if you like, uh, uh, which was a thoroughly enjoyable thing to do. Uh, and I'm busy scribbling away on uh, book two called Forgotten. <laughs> it's called something. Uh, it's called book two at the minute. It's called book two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you always want to be a writer? Um, I I started actually um, as a musician. Uh, I I was a songwriter. Um, I I was always very creative. I just I just needed some way to be creative, and sadly for many, uh, I, it started as music. That's my interpretation of what it was. For other people, it may not have been called that. Um, and uh, uh, that was that was something that I, I did, and I, I did that professionally for a while, and I didn't make any money. I was not doing very well. So, um, but but the the creative part of it, uh, I started alongside the songs. I started writing stories, short stories, and then longer stories, and, and actually found that being on my own uh, and uh, having the space to be creative on my own was 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 quite nice compared to being in a band and <laughs> arguing continuously with bandmates about uh, creative directions and all sorts of things. So it was a, it was a kind of like a relief to me to to be able to escape into a fictional world of story uh, and also get out and get, you know have a break from from music as well. So so I slowly shifted in that direction and then ended up there uh, and um, I still play music. Uh, for fun, but uh, but stories and novels are my my thing now that I do. And um, what made you take the plunge and actually try and publish something? I'd I'd um, I'd written a, I'd written a couple of stories and I'd uh, I they, they gone down pretty well and I, I managed to get uh, uh, one published. Um, in an anthology and then I, I thought well actually maybe I'm onto something maybe maybe this is not just you know for family and friends you know patronizingly telling me that I'm doing okay uh, strangers uh, actually liked what I was doing which was you know always a surprise to me um, so I, I I had one little story published and then and then a second and I thought oh, actually this is this is this is okay uh, and then I, I started a, 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 a wrote a few more stories, um, and then I, I started a, 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 a short story which got bigger and bigger in my head, and became a, a, a novel. Um, and uh, I pitched that for a while, uh, for many many months, with many many rejections. Uh, and then a, a smallish indie publisher picked it up and published it um 
and it's you just get a bug then you've got the bug for it really i think and you just you just feel like it's something that you want to you want to pursue and keep doing uh and 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 um and, and hope for the best and see where it goes <laughs> Um, and that your your new book or the one that's just been released is what number of books that you've written? That is uh, that is book that is novel number four, I think. Um, novel number four in my in my catalogue or, or five, I think. I one I I I I got a I got I finished the novel and then I we talked about this earlier, Donna. But then I actually genuinely trashed it. I I, I threw it out. Um, it was it was going nowhere. It was a it was a car crash. So I I I, I dumped it. So actually five novels, but I'm not going to mention the fifth. Uh, so four, yeah. So you really have got the bug then? <laughs> oh, to totally. Yeah, I can't I can't stop now. This is you know, this is me for life. Totally <laughs> totally addicted. <laughs> Of all the books that you've written so far, which one would you most like to be a character in, if you were to be transported into one? Well, I, as Tom Gillespie, I write these these really weird, strange, uh, uh, surreal thrillers, and I, I really wouldn't wish to be <laughs> any of those. They're too uh, they're too 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 strange and too scary, and I wouldn't wish it upon anyone else to be in them either. Um, um, I think um, I. I, I wouldn't mind hanging out with some of the people in um, in in my latest. Actually, some of the some of the characters there I, I really really like. Um, they're they're really growing on me as people, and uh, you know I think to spend some time in the pub with them would be quite funny. Um, there's one or two who are who are genuinely you know very nice. They're based on based loosely on on a number of people I know. So. Actually, I can sort of hang out with them anyway if I wanted to. If I choose to, I can hang out, hang out with bits of them if you like. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I think I think I'd like that. Be quite nice. I could be in there. I probably have... am in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> um, do you hide any secret jokes or messages or Easter eggs in your books that only a few people would get? Uh, I didn't. I did in um, in my previous uh, thriller, uh, but not so much in in this one. I did. I've named a few characters um, after after some friends. So I've either. I don't think I've actually murdered any of my, any of my friends. That's that's still to come. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can think of a few I'd like to murder. Uh, but um, yeah, I. One or two, one or two have sort of cropped up, and I've I've sort of slightly shifted their names so that you can't quite can't quite recognise who they are. Yeah, but they're they're in there for sure, and I think they know it. Uh, do you have any fears or phobias, and would you write about them, or have you written about them? Uh, I fears or phobias, um, not. Particularly, I think I think I would probably uh, be frightened. I'm frightened of flying, but I don't think I've actually put that in a in a in a story or a novel. Um, but you give me an idea now, so I might I might just just scribble that down. Yeah. Um, that that's 
yeah, fear of flying is probably something that I could do. So I, I would probably like to kind of like explore that in uh, in future. So I might, I might bundle that in somehow. Awesome, I'll look out for it then. Yeah. What's the most interesting thing you found while doing research for your books? Um, actually, the, the, the whole procedural uh, processes are, are really in, interesting because they're so uh, complicated and also you have to you have to kind of like uh, use a little bit of creative license um, and I, I, I I've got a, a, a very good friend who was a who's, who's a retired um, senior detective who goes through my my um, my work with a fine tooth comb and and pulls me up um, shouts at me um when i when i get things wrong and it's you know i'm complete layman you know and i'm i'm sort of looking stuff up as i go along and you know you 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 you're writing the story first and then you encounter procedure and you've got to kind of like think well actually what the hell happens now i have no idea you know this i'm not a, i'm not a police officer i don't know so you have to kind of like do do quite a bit of research and i really enjoy the research part of of um of writing and in my previous novel I, I did a lot of research it involved a lot of art history and um uh there was a lot involved a, a lot of uh, research that was required in order to get things uh, right and then to twist and turn and shape them the way that i wanted to um and i think with writing uh, detective fiction you, you you kind of like you're you say, I think you sail quite close to the wind quite often on on sort of you know taking liberties with procedure, um, but my my friend he's really good at saying look you really can't you can't do that they wouldn't do that that's just clearly wrong you know and all of the wonderful crime readers are gonna sh <laughs> gonna tear you apart you know like a pack of wild wolves if you if you if you put that in the book um, and they will give me some uh, suggestions of how to move around that and shift around it so that you can um you can use a bit of creative license to kind of like work it in or just change it completely or change the scenario completely so that it doesn't um so it doesn't impact on the on the on the story so it's it's a, it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors i think sometimes that's needed yeah but i like that <laughs> What's been your most fun scene to write and what's been the most difficult? Oh, by far the most fun scenes are the, are the scenes in the book with um, Detective Gold Mullins and his dad, uh, his father. He's got a he's got a very funny relationship with his old his old man. Um, his dad is um, elderly and uh, a curmudgeon, a very grumpy, grumpy old guy. And he and he he's got this really lovely kind of ongoing uh very sweet war going on between them you know which is really nice you know there's this love hate thing that's 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 constantly there and uh he's i won't i won't give anything away about this, this the actual scenarios because uh, because you know they're, they're really nice but it was such fun to write a couple of um lovely lovely scenarios which which actually made made me laugh and i had my had my wife laugh <laughs> laughing at, particularly at one of them um uh which which i really enjoy um the difficult the difficult stuff is um i i think i find the um 
I think the the the, the interview uh, scenes are quite hard because they need a lot of thought and a lot of editing actually and a lot of work in order to get them to to flow uh, uh, and it's quite easy to um, to overdo them you know and to actually overwrite them uh, and and to lose the authenticity of of uh, you know the, the sort of interrogations and then sort of like a lot of you know the the the, uh, the pace of the novel is is tricky as well because if you if you start to rack up a whole load of interrogations um it, it, it can get a little bit monotonous and, and difficult I, but i do i really enjoy um you know getting the chainsaw out and actually going you know really taking taking the um those interrogations apart and finding ways to to strip them out or replace them you know i've often i'll often write a write a sort of whole interrogation scene and i think well actually we don't have to do that in the police station we could we could take that out and then develop some sort of action activity where 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 there's movement uh, rather than just sitting and we talked earlier donna about the about the, the line of duty thing at the you know the end of the last series where you had that long interview and you and, and i remember watching it thinking this is this is this is going on a bit isn't it you know this shouldn't this be a little bit shorter it just seemed it seemed tremendously long and i'm always conscious and always very fearful that um, that, uh, of those scenes where I think, you know, they, they've got to be tight, they've got to be right in order to make them work properly. Um, have you got lots of author friends? I have, I have got, I've got quite a few now, I've, I've sort of like, I've accumulated them over the, over the years. Uh, yeah, just kind of like, you know, um, you know, you've got so or Christmas cards to go out, but um, yeah, uh, I have got a lot of author friends and a lot of crime crime author friends, um, and they have helped and advised and supported um, this journey that I've been on um, over the last few months, and they've, they've been fantastic, really. Um, I'm I'm not sure I can say who they are. <laughs> I'm not sure they'd like me to say who they are. But uh, you know, there there are there are um, a few in particular who've really really helped helped me. I think um, uh, Dave Gatwood um, has helped tremendously. I think um, uh, his Grim series that he writes, which I love, that I really adore, um, uh, and 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 a few others um, in there who've all who've all helped me. Um, and without them, I think I wouldn't have I wouldn't have even bothered to have a go at it. I think they, they, they really convinced me that it was it was the right direction for me, and it was a good fit for the for for the way that I write, um, which you know I appreciate. Yeah. And do you get a lot of feedback from your readers? I do, yeah, I do actually, um, and uh, it, it's it's all tremendous. It's all it's all fantastic, and even the critical stuff is really. I take it on board and and listen very carefully to uh, to what they say about about the work, um, and and with crime readers in particular, you know, they're they're a fantastic bunch of folks, you know, and they've got they're they're 
they're experts in a way in their own field at the end and they well you you know i mean they they you consume so much of this stuff you know so many of these books that um not to listen uh, and not to take on board you know constructive criticism or anything that they think you know that that's not right and and i'm i my ears are always you know i'm always wide open and 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 um listening to what um readers are saying um and and finding ways to improve and develop as a writer all the time you know but it's, it's fantastic it's absolutely fantastic it's, it's probably the um the best thing about about the whole the whole process about writing actually is just what what readers have to say um even the scary stuff is good. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> We're not scary. Even when, <laughs> even when we get accused of stalking. <laughs> um, he laughed nervously. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're miles away. I can't be asked. <laughs> There's an author in Cumbria, um, and he calls us his twisted Annies after Annie Wilkes in Misery. Oh um, yeah, yes. But like yeah. I said, I, I live near Luton, so Cumbria is far. I can't be bothered. So he's perfectly safe. Luton's it's pretty much. twisted. <laughs> yeah, twisted people there. Yeah, plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, luckily for most of the authors I know, they live far away from me. <laughs> There's not many <laughs> down here. <laughs> so unless I'm up in their part of the world, they're perfectly safe. <laughs> I have their addresses, so you know. Yeah. They should be scared. No I'm joking. <laughs> um, I totally forgot what I was going to ask you now. Oh. <laughs> See, easily distracted, such a child. Um, if you had one standout moment so far as an author, what would it be? Uh, this interview, obviously. Oh, you see. <laughs> of course smoothie. it is. Yeah. Can't think of anything else. Um, the one only standard, person that's ever said that. <laughs> I think. I think. I think. Um, I think the, the 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 first thing you ever get, the first thing you ever get published, I think, really just does something in your head and 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 sets up the addiction, basically. Um, little little drug, you know, that it, that you you're feeding something into your brain. Um, I think that really is 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 always the thing that my my first thought always turns to that. And then of course every time you every time you put one of these books out, that's 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 the next the next little hit, you know, the next draw, the big hit, the next hit you get. Um, and there's always that that terrifying the terrifying moment when you release. Your wee, your wee baby into the world, you know, and you and you kind of it's a scary, it's a scary thing, um, and that that in itself is addictive. I think you know that that adrenaline, the fear, the the terror <laughs> of of how the hell the thing's going to be received by the by by strangers, not just your mum and dad. <laughs> Which just proves that you authors are weird. You're just mental. <laughs> well, it's it's a weird thing. It's a weird addiction, and, and um. I think it's no surprise that a lot of a lot of um, novels and stories um, involve addiction because you know I think writers are kind of like basically addi addictive personalities. Well, all my writer friends definitely have. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your uh, biggest dream or your biggest goal? 
I, I think it's just to get this next book finished. Bloodwater Falls, I've remembered the title. Well, How could I forget? <laughs> so I'm working on the thing at 12 hours a day, you know. Um, yeah, just to get the next one done. I think that would be the, that's that's my next biggest goal. Um, but to, to run a, to get the series, to get a, a really, really decent series up and running with this with this detective dci bone i think would be would be absolutely fantastic I've, i'm i'm sort of hell-bent now on on keeping keeping these these guys these people moving forward uh, and their stories moving forward so it's, because it's fabulous a fantastic journey i'm loving it well i hope you do as well uh considering i had never heard of you and it's on you were everywhere you were all over all the crime groups and i was like okay who is this guy i need to read this book <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm gobsmacked. I'm, I'm really genuinely uh, shocked at the, the reception that the book's getting. It's just amazing. I'm, I'm really chuffed, chuffed to bits. And I, 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 I you know, my, my imposter syndrome is rampantly thinking any, any second now, this is just all going <laughs> to, I'm going to, or I'm going to wake up and I'm, you know, it's, but it's, um, it's doing really well. And, uh, and I'm, 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 I'm so pleased and it's actually helping me just keep going basically and, and keep, keep the ball rolling and, and keep writing and, you know, and keep, keep, uh, keep producing these books. As long as, as long as people want to read them, I'll just keep, keep charging churning them out <laughs> yeah. good stuff um, if you're able to spend a day with any author dead or alive who would you like to spend a day with i would i think i would well, uh who would i like to spend a day with which one? Oh, it's tough it's a tough call but i think um it would have to be either uh james m kane who's a absolute hero of mine, uh, American um, noir, detective noir writer uh, from the 40s and 50s. Postman always rings twice, that, that guy. Um, desperate alcoholic, I think, you know, serious, serious, you know, serious problems. You, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to spend the day with him without getting absolutely hammered. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be a difficult, it's going to be a very difficult day, I think, but worth it. Um, or, um, if not him, because uh, he might not be available, uh, might be drunk somewhere, uh, or um, is um, uh, William McIlvaney, um, my my Scottish hero. Um, uh, but now I've said that, I, I I'm sort of I've got I feel bad because there's so many others. But I think you know if it was if if if, if William McIlvaney wasn't wasn't available, I would I would go for Ian Banks. But they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, I went to um, Harrogate um, last weekend, whenever it was, and um, Ian Rankins finished off the last book that um, McIlvaney was writing. So I have amazing. a personalised signed copy of that to read at some oh, point. Oh, wow, that's amazing. That With a little smiley face and, and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty and, awesome. And Ian Rankin will be, he's, he's an absolute brilliant fit for that because he's, he's, you know, you know that's his hero too so he's kind of you know really locked into that that's superb and he's probably got access to all of the estate and all of the all of the work and all of the scribbles you know and all of it that's that's superb that's yeah apparently um he had over 200 pages of notes 
of um, what he finally figured out was two books and shopping lists and other random stuff. So he had to try and pick out the bits of the one book that he needed to finish. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's really good to know. That would be that would be fantastic. Um, uh, did you did you meet Ian Rankin and talk talk to him yeah. about it, or did you saw him? And the, what did we you say had, about it? Um, it, well, we were lucky. Um, we just, this random guy was walking around and said that there's a pop-up event that wasn't on the schedule um, right, with Ian yeah. Rankin. So if we'd like to go, and we were just sitting there, so we're like, well, yeah. And then all the books were on the table. Um, so, yeah, he spoke to, I think there was maybe 10 of us. So yeah. it was really cool. Very, very special. Wow, amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, That's and then fantastic. he signed them for us after. Did, when's that going to come out? Did he say? Uh, I, I want to say September. That was quite soon. Sure. Then. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he said. Yeah, I'm sure he said That's September. Fantastic. But fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> because we got proof copies as well. We haven't even got the finished copies. So. Wow. That's, that yeah. is amazing. Absolute hero. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. Hopefully, um, next year you will go to Harrogate. Because it's just massive for crime writers. Love to, yeah, love to, love to go, yeah. You just you just bump into people that you don't expect to be an author, mm. and you're like, oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Star I was strong. I was sitting drinking coffee on my own. There was no one else around, and Ian Rankin walked past and just said good morning, you know, as you do. Just, just like, oh, you're hi. famous though. They all know who you are. Well, he didn't, but he will. <laughs> he does know. No, now that you're stalking him. Yeah, I asked him for an interview because you know it'd be rude not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did manage to um, to get uh, the guy that won the awards, Chris Whitaker. He's agreed oh, yeah. for an interview. Yes, yes. And a couple of others as well. So you know, wasn't wasted. <laughs> Super. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, definitely coming. I think I'll definitely try and get there. Good. Yeah. When we're all back to normal and everything's fine, obviously. I can probably stalk you then. I can stalk you in person. Yeah. <laughs> you know you've made it when you've got a stalker. That's my yeah, argument. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you like to do when you're not writing? Uh, I play guitar. I, you know, fiddle around with that and annoy the cat. Uh, cat hates it. Um, she actually, Lily the cat, she 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 com she'll sometimes complain and sing along, which is quite good, you know. She whinge, and it's so you can get it almost in tune. <laughs> yeah. Or I get I get close to her whinging, and um, or I am or whinging, you know, it's basically very similar. Um, so I do that, and I like to go hill walking, and I get I get a lot of inspiration from you. Know, obviously, my my books um, are set in the Scottish hills and glens um, of uh, the Campsie Fells, um, which is kind of like in the uh, central Scotland. But I don't live there. I've moved. I'm 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 being held against my will in in England, down in down in Bath. Um, where I where I work uh, alongside my other work, um, this work, um, and I but I go into the hills and I, I it helps me find 
my stories and my inspiration and my character development as I as I walk around and sort of ponder the view. Uh, although the views are a little bit lower, a little bit more modest down here, quite significantly more modest than 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 up there. Um, That's but, still a beautiful uh, yeah. part of the world, though. I've it's really nice, once, yeah. But, yeah, it, it was amazing. It is nice, and, I, and my my shed uh, that I did up in did up in lockdown. It was this horrific sort of black hole of Calcutta up here. You know, it was like it was really not nice. And we did it all up, and uh, and now I've got this this fantastic view over Salisbury Hill, as in Peter Gabriel. So, and that that's that helps inspire things too. I just if I get stuck, I just have a wee have a wee look out the window and uh, think oh I could be over there instead of doing this <laughs> torturing myself <laughs> off I go for a walk to escape yeah but you love him so it's fine yeah it's good it's so good yeah. um who is your first celebrity crush first celebrity crush Clint Eastwood I'm I'm, I'm I don't know. When I was about ten, I don't know. I kind of, I don't know what it was. I'm, I just fancy. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I have to say I'm straight, right? But I just, I just, Clint Eastwood was, was the guy. I suppose it was the guy I wanted to be, really. Um, when I was, when I was a kid, uh, and then Jane Fonda. So at ten, it was Clint Eastwood, and then at twelve, thirteen, Jane Fonda. <laughs> something happened <laughs> something went from Clint to Jane and I you know, no idea <laughs> no idea what it was yeah. I, love, I love Glyde's response to that it's very, sometimes it's a cartoon character which is odd but not unusual apparently yeah yeah that, that, yeah. Yeah. Minnie Mouse Mickey um, Belmar from Scooby Doo was one. Oh uh, yeah. Who else was it? Oh, someone from the Thunderbirds. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird anyway. <laughs> yeah, Jane Fonda, Barbarella, when I was about twelve, I think. That sixties, that that very strange sixties film, which actually, I still got those horrendous. The, the horrendous dolls with the teeth um, that that sort of attack her. Um, which which I remember just just having nightmares for for many months about those little dolls with the teeth actually and, and but they kind of inspired something in my brain you know so it's strange dark weirdness um, which kind of like I, I, I try and channel through my through my books so so um, yeah strange dark weirdness I like it good sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm never watching this film ever. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's it's very odd. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> if you were stranded on a desert island, what three things would you want with you? Um, my family. <laughs> Good choice. Always yeah. safe. That would be yeah. Um, is that one or is that is that because we've got a, I've got my wife and daughter. Is that two? Or is that can I say yeah, family as one? one yeah, thing? family is yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay, family. Um, my guitar, which I could take and then 
it would be really good fuel. We could smash it up, and if we got that, you know, we could put it on the fire, and so it's wood, you know, so it's, it has two functions. Um, so guitar has two, and uh, what else would I take? Um, probably uh, those family bags of, like a box full of family bags of those Mars bars that are about this size. That you just you, you think you're only going to eat one, and you eat thirty. Those I like. Those I like. Um, if we could get a big big box of them. And you could you could sort of keep them preserved for a long, long time. I just I just that would that would that would please me. No end. Anytime a man it got, of simple needs. <laughs> yeah. Anytime anytime it got it got really difficult, I could just crack open another bag of <laughs> Mars bar bites. Yeah. So you're not going to be some heroic guy going off and killing animals for your poor family, then you're just no, going to be sitting wife, there munching your wife, <laughs> she'll, she'll do that. She's good. She'll be good at that. Yeah. I'll just sit at home with a Mars bar. Warming myself on my guitar. <laughs> at the fire. <laughs> I totally forgot again. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's fine. I'm just imagining just the guitar and it's just making me laugh. <laughs> when um, when you've sent your book to your editor, what is the most overused word or phrase that they shout at you for? Um, well, it's, it's talked before about this, but uh, adverbs. I, just generally adverbs I, I tend to fall into an adverb hole I, I, I just I, I think when I get tired um, I start to use them they start to crop up uh, almost like they've, they've almost got a life of their own and, and my ed I've got a couple of editors and, and um, one one of my editors calls it um, <laughs> she, she calls it uh, me having a Cartland moment you're having another you're having another Barbara Cartland moment, you know. Uh, I think, and at first I was like, "What?" And she said, "Just think about it, you know. Barbara Cartland, her whole book is just a whole book is full of full of adverbs, you know. That's it, you know. He talks softly. Am I? Am I? Am I? Sh is my 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 camera shaking? Are you losing the picture we with you? No, it's fine. It might be thunder because there's a bit of thunder about this." Mm -hmm rattling around this little tiny little box i'm in <laughs> starting to feel a bit scared now um yes it's, uh, it's not not looking great out there at the minute yeah so yeah adverbs and i and i i sort of obliterate them i just you know and i i'm amazed often by how many times they, they just pop up and then and then you know i i nothing pleases me more than just basically getting out of getting out a revolver taking them out of the bag and shooting them <laughs> pulling them out of the book and just you know blowing blowing them away one by one like clint eastwood <laughs> good old clint yeah <laughs> Um, are you a big reader? Do you get much time to read? <laughs> I, I, I read on holiday. Uh, and I, I, I can't. I find that I can't read uh, when I'm writing, and that, and I write most most of the time, you know. So, I'm, so because it, it, it sort of bleeds into, um, 
it bleeds into let me just try this a minute it bleeds into uh sometimes when i do that it, i've got a funny connection i think with my that's it uh, it, it it can bleed into my writing uh, so if i if i'm if i if i read any crime fiction uh by anyone at all, I find that it just starts to kind of like influence and and get in there somehow. And I and I'll read I'll read maybe a section of what I've what I've just written, and I think, oh no, that just sounds a bit like Lankin or you know, you know, careful, watch what you're doing. So I I I tend to avoid it. I tend to avoid, it. or I read completely different genres so that so that it, it, it doesn't do it so much but even then there's a danger you know if you sort of pick up a kind of a you know a chiclet or something you know <laughs> suddenly suddenly you're in the middle of like a really dark scenario and in, in one of the books and it sort of it goes oh hey nice but i can't i can't i generally can't do it i can't i i find i, I avoid it um sadly but holiday i'm right in there <laughs> and I guess your TBR is as insane as everyone else's. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, and it just racks up and up, and and I I keep buying books, um, and I I like to buy, I, I I tend not to use to read on Kindle, I I I um I like to read book books, uh, but oh man, just running out of space completely. There's just, you know, there's just stuffed full of books everywhere. And I, and I you look at the bookshelves and you, you just feel instantly guilty because you've not actually managed to get to quite a few. Um, and it's, 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 it's a little bit sad, but then I, and then, but what's great about that is you can cherry pick what you want to take. And then I'll, I'll, I'll take my Kindle on holiday and sort of rattle through a few and then, and then take, and then take out, cherry pick uh one or two to stuff into my suitcase and and go you know as well um but yeah big big tbrs yeah mine's not a pile mine's a mountain <laughs> oh i know it's really hard it's really hard isn't it to keep up with it there's so much so much to read really so much i want to read as well yeah yeah so you said you're working on book two, and then do you know what you're doing next? So beyond beyond book two, you mean after that, uh, book three, <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm already I'm already sort of like uh, starting to plot book three. Um, so uh, I've I've just got beyond the midway point with book two, but already I'm thinking about um, book three. They, they they sort of stand alone i think um you know the, the characters and the sort of the, there's there's ongoing storylines that are running through the whole thing but they, they do stand alone but um i i tend to juggle a bit like that because uh, it keeps my brain going uh so i've 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 got the i've got the title for the for the third and i've got a kind of like a rough scenario in my head of where what's going to happen um, in the third, and uh, and the danger with that, of course, is that you start to get really, really into the third. But before you, you know, you're kind of doing a bit of doing a bit of like your brain's going. Look, it's so much easier just to just to think about the third and not bother with the second. You know, <laughs> stop it. Got to finish it. You know, leave me alone. You know, stop procrastinating. Um, there is that that problem. So you gotta you're gonna really I. I I find it difficult to put things into compartments, but I, I have to force my brain to go, okay, finish two, you know, you can spend 10 minutes thinking about three, but you've got to finish two, you know, 
Um, so that's the plan. It's just really to keep going on this on this on this line and just just um, keep working at at, um, at this series. I think at the moment. Um, if your lead detective was to team up with another fictional detective, who would you choose? Oh, um, that's interesting. Who would he? Who would Duncan Bone, DCI Duncan Bone? Who would he team up team up with? Um, I'm not sure actually. I think that's a really tricky one because he's so he's so um, he's such he's a bit of a loner. So um, he's got a part. He's got he's got his partner uh that he that he he works with and trusts quite closely but i actually um he generally finds it quite difficult to work with anyone um so I, i'm not sure whether he would he would get on it'd been interesting uh to to watch him interact with maybe someone from uh, um from um jd kirk's book i've forgotten the detective's name and he's going to kill me for forgetting it. Um, yeah, I've read one as well, and I can't think of it. But then I read so many. And... <laughs> I think I think he he would uh, it would be interesting for those two to meet and see see what would happen. Uh, they're quite strong characters, so I th I would I it'd be a bit of a worry for me <laughs> where that would go. You know, um, <laughs> so maybe involve some fist fighting, uh, but uh, yeah some punching uh potentially um but yeah i don't know i think he's a bit of a loner so a uh, difficult one to answer that would be. well i will probably relieve you to know that i don't have any more questions unless you ah. think there's anything i haven't asked you that you want to tell us about no i think i think that's that's all we talked about adverbs that was the main thing i came yeah. on to tell you about <laughs> you mentioned the, the title of your book occasionally so you know it's all yeah good. yeah that's right yeah do you have a copy to hand? Do you want to show if you have one? Yeah, I do. I have one here. I was, I was, um, I was, I was just t um, talking to you. Here it is, it backwards. This is, this is the Russian edition. <laughs> it's, actually, well, it's the right way around for me. That's oh, okay then. That's yeah. all right. Um, yeah. So that. So I, I was just talking to you earlier about you know how how lazy I am in terms of you know. Uh, planning out plotting things out writing things down writing stuff out so that you know many writers they have post-its everywhere uh, and they have big big road maps of s stories and and uh it's all carefully constructed and they, they they lay it out maybe on the floor or on the wall and uh, they have long lists of characters so they can just just refer to them quickly I, I do that and then I instantly lose lose it all. So and then so I've 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 got this book next to me not because I'm really vain and I just like to kind of like look at it every so often and think I'm such a such a writer. I'm actually going through this thing thinking, okay, was that guy called David or is he called John? I can't remember. You know, are they a DS or a DI? I, um, you know, so I, and and my wife's constantly telling me, you know, just write it down, put it on the, put it on your big board, you know, put it on the wall, you know, so that you don't you don't waste time doing that. But there's something about something about doing it actually in my brain, I think, which actually uh, somehow connects me more to the 
to the people as though they're real. Uh, it's just something I'm doing in my head, I think, which is which is not apart from the laziness. Um, it's, it's, um, it's, that means I'm not I'm not doing that for some reason, and I think that's what it is. I think it's because of the, for me, I, I want to try and keep them real and not actually have them as a list of fictional fictional scenarios and fictional people. Um, I have to I have to genuinely work through their characteristics and their behaviour patterns and, and slowly I'm, I'm beginning to remember, you know, <laughs> who the hell they are. Yeah. Are you trying to convince me or are you trying to convince yourself? <laughs> I'm trying to convince myself, quite clearly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> So before we finish, would you like to tell everyone where they can find out more about you and where they can buy your books from? Uh, my books are available on uh, Amazon and I, I'm available. Uh, available? Hello? <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you, can, uh, you can reach me um, on uh, Facebook and Twitter um, and um both as as TG Reid and, and Tom Gillespie, I'm on I'm on as both, and sometimes I'm in and out of uh, crime groups uh, with with this alter ego thing going on, which is which is quite nice. Uh, I've also got a website that I'm I'm I'm, I'm constantly ignoring uh, really badly. I, I do it up and then I I ignore it for weeks on end, and that's that's uh, tgreid.com. Um, and there's a lot of uh, information about the books in there, but again, probably out of date because I'm terrible at updating the bloody thing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks very much, Donna. Thank you very much for, for all your lovely questions.